0: Getting a bit of a surge on.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scream Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls and the brave Parramatta Eels. And via satellite from the other side of the world, I'm your host Ben, and joining me as always from our Sydney studios is the Aussie ostrich to my Darrell Summers, Billy at Train Buttons.
0: Thank you Ben, thank you audience, as always. I'm a little offended you didn't call me Dickie Nee. (laughs)
1: I I feel like I've already used that intro somewhere. Oh, okay. In our proud podcasting history.
0: Maybe Cyrus was picking it.
1: Yes. I think he definitely fits that build a lot better. Um, So let me just uh, start by saying that uh, if it sounds a little bit different this uh, week, I am on the other side of the planet. Can't say where. Okay. Now, rumours... There are some rumors flying around the internet that I am over here in Manhattan scouting for the Penn family. Uh, <laughs> for the new Manhattan Seagulls franchise. Yes. Now I can I don't want to get caught in a lie. So I don't want to deny that I'm doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I certainly cannot confirm that either. Neither but, confirm uh, nor deny. That's right, uh, but I will say that Yankee Stadium is beautiful, <laughs> and uh, it certainly shits all over Bankwest Stadium. That's that's look. That's all I'm gonna say. And uh, yeah, let's let's just move on, Billy. I okay, don't wanna, I don't we, don't, we can't we've, stop. Yeah, we've, catch, I'm sick of this gotcha journalism that you're trying on me.
0: Well, uh, we've had enough legal troubles in the past couple of weeks, so we'll uh, we'll leave it there without saying any more. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would probably use this opportunity to drop the um, Not All Heroes, Heroes Wear Capes music, <laughs> given right. you dialed in from the other side of the world and I dialed in, not hungover, but a little bit sick. I've got a bit of a man cold that I think I Jeez. picked up. I know we said yeah. we aren't going to talk about last weekend because we're a podcast that likes to look forward, not backwards. I, um, I don't even remember what happened yesterday. Yeah, but um, we did... We did make our way to the spiritual home of the podcast on Saturday night, or well, Friday night it was actually, wasn't it, to watch the Eagles?
1: It was Friday night for the big, uh, the big uh, clash. The, the big magic clash round,
0: the or, the top top or the tragic round as I like to call it, um, <laughs> and we went to the Petersham Inn, we didn't see any of the Magnificent Seven, although we did give a very late shout out for people to join us, um, yeah. but what a what a great venue, I mean, it's if anything it's gotten better I think.
1: Mm. Look, it's <laughs> it's great that Sydney Sydney's try, finally starting to catch up to the rest of the world with its fantastic facilities. Yeah. Got the Bank of the Stadium. Um now, you know, there's the Peter Yes. I mean really. So, or that you've got no excuse for taking in for, for not taking in a quality game of football on the weekend with That's those right. two magnificent.
0: Yeah. That's right. And I will say also we are on a given it's a bit of afternoon delight although it's kind of pretty early where you are. Um we're on a fairly short fairly short time leash, which works for both of us given we don't really want to talk about what happened last week. Um, yeah. So look they,
1: they things come in small packages. but um, <laughs> so this will you know, I'm I'm currently feeding quarters into the uh into the payphone to pay for this. Yeah. So Oh, uh, there's a yellow yeah, taxi not... just
0: drove past you. Wow. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> and I've I've gotta get the uh yeah, I've gotta get the subway in a couple of minutes. Okay. Uh, just up. So, um, oh sure, look, I've said too much already. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just, uh, roll straight into news. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God almighty. We are free at last. Now, of course, that headline is from Martin Luther King uh, talking about the civil rights Mm -hmm. in America. If Martin Luther King was alive today, though, I think he would agree that really that speech encapsulates what Dylan Walker (laughs) has been going through over the last three months. Now, a black man wrongly accused of a crime, you know. <laughs> its white lead state of ours. It's more like the story
0: um, of the hurricane. The, the man the authorities <laughs> came to blame. That's
1: right. For something
0: Ruben, he ain't never done.
1: Yeah. Look, uh, look, Billy, you took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to name a whole bunch of sportsmen who were wrongly accused. Yeah. Black men, wrongly accused of crimes they didn't commit. Of course, okay. you've got Ruben, Hurricane Carter. Yep. You've got Mike Tyson. <laughs> yep. Um, and you've got the Blade Runner, all just innocent and <laughs> taken I'm, down. Yeah, I think the li- I'm Not too sure of the last one. Yeah,
0: look, <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about the first. The last two, actually. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh,
1: look. I, um, I look, don't I, think I, Mike Tyson I,
0: I was uh, was not guilty. It's just that he served his time, so it's about <laughs> redemption for him, much like. Look, the manly team. He was
1: guilty of something, yeah. maybe just not the crime he was actually put in jail for. Yeah, but um, but look, just uh, just a man who you know taken on by authorities, and, <laughs> and thank God for this country, uh, with, with he got thing.
0: A... Yeah, it's it's triggered a lot of people, and quite rightfully, I think it it doesn't it still doesn't look great for Dylan. They've released the transcripts or the audio calls of the uh, the triple O emergency and um you know it sounded Mm. pretty bad but i guess we have to respect the courts i suppose Mm. Mm. um i don't know it's one of those tricky ones where you're kind of damned if you do and you're damned if you don't if manley came out or if the nrl came out and sacked him they'd be like well you're not bigger than the legal system in this country so and it's been through the legal system and he's been found not guilty um, but yep. at the same time, I guess that audio and video footage, um, people have been, you know, stood down for for less maybe. Although I, in saying that, Matt Lodge is still playing, and he did a lot worse. So not a not a great not a great uh, saga for all parties. And um, you know, we'll see. But Manly certainly could use all the troops they can get, given all their injuries, I guess.
1: Yeah. Look, I'll. Uh I mean, yeah, look, I think, I think he's, uh, absolutely, um, uh, you know, whether he is found guilty or not, I think there's some, some parts of the story even he doesn't deny. And I think, uh, a nine week, <coughs> a nine week suspension, uh, is, was definitely warranted. Um, and I think it just comes down to essentially like you brought up before Matt Lodge, um, I think it comes up to one of those things where you just got to compare to other players who are currently playing, uh, rightly or wrongly, in the NRL at the moment. You know what I mean? So um, you compare with something like he, what he did, um, then yeah, Dylan Walker nine weeks. But I think it's one of those funny situations where if the NRL probably came out and then banned him for three years, I, don't, I also don't think it, you'd hear an uproar from anyone. Yeah. Except. <laughs> Maybe the players' union. But apart from that, I don't think fans would be... I don't think any fans would march on the (laughs) capital.
0: Yeah, and it didn't look good. Like, when he went back at training and they had the cameras there, I I mean, I see it from the team's perspective. He's a teammate. He's someone you spend a lot of time with. We don't know what it's like, you know, training together and going basically (laughs) into a physical combat together every week. But there certainly Mm. were some whispers on... Twitter and social media about the look of you know all the players joking around and him being a bit of a smart-ass to the camera. Um, I don't know. He seems. Do you think Manly will keep him next year? He's off contract, right?
1: Yeah, he's uh, off contract um, and and properly not and properly off contract. Not one of those. Not one of those journalism. Daily yeah. uh, Telegraph. Stories where they say he's off contract, but he's actually contracted for another year. Yeah. But what they mean is that other, other teams can start talking to him. Yeah. He is officially off contract, okay. as in he will not be playing for us next season. Um, there hasn't been, I mean, I guess a lot of teams have been waiting to see what happens. Yeah. Um, look, he definitely has not lived up to his price tag. Mm. Um, he's been for three years. He's probably had one. One decent year out of the three, um, you know, he's on big, he's on big coin. He's yeah. on, you know, reportedly he's making like two hundred and fifty thousand more than Latrell Mitchell this season. <laughs> that's <laughs> um, officially. Or, officially. That's yeah. on the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under the table. In, yeah, who knows what's coming. No, it's certainly um, not. Um, yeah, but um, so yeah, look. Uh, he's definitely not worth that now if he was willing to take a hit and sign a contract for a massive pay cut then hey who, who knows but at, at the moment I certainly wouldn't re-sign him on what he's currently getting that's for sure and if another team wanted to come and get him then you know good luck to him yeah I really but I don't think he's. I don't think anyone would miss him. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like the sharks almost built their premiership season on buying exactly those type of players. Like the opposite of the no dickhead policy. They got the damaged goods. The guys who were yeah, you know, had taken a reputational hit but didn't necessarily yeah. take. Are you, you know,
1: about, are you talking about? Are the premiership they got with the big asterisks at the yeah, end? Yeah, the asterisks. Asterisk the asterisks are over two years yeah. before and year after but just by coincidence weren't the year that they were lucky
0: just like it's one of those things yeah Yeah. it's all those yeah all those porch lights that were left on (laughs) um but Um, you you never know like he's probably going to be cheaper because of this off-field crap he's had an overdose he's punched a wall he's been i wouldn't necessarily put the getting punched in the head by curtis scott thing on him but that yeah. said, he is a he is an instigator. He likes to shoot his mouth off Absolutely. on the field, yeah. so he has got yeah. some baggage. Um, but I guess like he his best season was probably last season. Would you say?
1: Or uh, the season no, I, I, I no twenty um, seventeen would be his best okay. season. Yeah, it was, oh, last, that was last season he, he played. He probably had about six games. Oh, that was the origin
0: season, wasn't it? When he got when Super Coach Laurie Daly brought yeah. him on with four minutes to go no that
1: was that was 2016 that was his first season ah, okay they've, in all blurred, pretty much did they've all blurred nothing. into
0: one for me <laughs> it's all yeah. just they're all just failure
1: <laughs> well, i thought 2017 would be stand out that's the one where you actually made the eight and then got bundled out in two games yeah, by the, the eventual
0: grand finalists but both grand yeah. finalists so you'd almost call that a win wouldn't you um yeah, um,
1: yeah i in terms of um what you said before about his teammates mucking around with him and all the rest of it, I mean I think uh, look, I, I I don't see any issue with that. You know what I mean? Yeah but I you're, mean he's you're, for these you're a teammate. You're you no, but I mean you're a teammate. It's like look, the best way I can the, the best the, the best way I can describe it to you so you probably understand a bit, Billy, is like mm. it's like when we go to the Petersham Inn, I, I don't agree with what you do there. <laughs> Like, I'll watch your actions and I just see some of the things that you do with some of those young ladies who are just really just trying to get a drink order off you. Yeah. And the next thing, you know, look, I won't go into detail and look, I don't agree with it. (laughs) But, you know, we walk out, you're a mate, we walk out as friends and, you know, I don't judge you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. That's probably, do you understand what I'm saying now?
0: No, yeah. It all makes perfect sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the next one para gets strong-armed by wooden spoon winning coach
0: oh, this i'm surprised you didn't lead with this one i'm surprised well you didn't i'm trying to
1: in order you know, i yeah. like to try and go in uh, order of things so okay but look can i b- before i get your comment on it yeah i've i've always um unlike para i always stick to my word And uh, I I get no pleasure in doing this, Billy. I get absolutely no pleasure in doing this. But I did announce on the podcast... Yeah. If anyone signed before June, they would be labelled... Weak! (laughs) Weak! So, uh, for the remainder of the season, they will be referred to as the Weak Eels. Yeah. So, uh, look, strong-armed by a wooden spoon-winning coach. I mean, if anything says that he is a master at mind games and maybe a good coach is the fact that he's managed to get signed for two years and getting towed 54 points
0: yeah that's the time to re-sign someone when their stock's low you buy when they're low and you sell when they're high (laughs) investing 101 go read the Barefoot Investor Um, (laughs) yeah it was I mean I have been fairly vocal in my criticism of Brad Arthur and the 54 point drubbing in consecutive seasons um, yep. doesn't really allay my fears very much. Like, if you. Getting beaten by 54 points is quite something. You know, you, you really. It doesn't happen. It might happen once or twice a season, if that, right? The Eels beat the. The Eels thrashed the Tigers, and that was still, what, 51 to 6? So we're talking a whole nother 10 points, basically, that they put on us. There's almost not enough time in the game to score that many points. Like, it's just absolute turnstile defence. And something's got to be wrong with the team's mindset that, like, there's there's not that big a gap. I know Melbourne were good, right? But the competition isn't that far split that teams should be putting sixty four points on another team. It was just well, terrible, terrible. So I'm trying not to get triggered here going back down that wormhole. The only thing that I can say, um, this has been this whole coaching Gutherson thing has been an absolute debacle from from all perspectives, right? It has. Every every day there's a there's a headline about Parra mismanaging this and Gutherson leaving and Brad Arthur not being So the only silver lining to this cloud that I can see is you're taking the first bit out of that. So they've locked up Brad Arthur for two years. Probably, in my opinion, he doesn't deserve it. But they've locked him up, and now they can start going to their other players who allegedly were using this as a, well, we don't even know who's going to be coached, so how can we sign with you? Because they're in a very similar position to where the Tigers were when they had... Brooks, Tedesco, Woods and Moses were all coming off contract. Um, They ended up getting Brooks and losing Woods and Tedesco after they shed Moses so they could try and keep Mm. all three. So, I mean, Parra does have to look next year and go, what are we going to do? They can't leave it till the end of the season when all the good players are already gone and they've got a shit ton of money. But what good is that money if there's no one available? Um, So that's the only upside I can see. And the other thing I'm wondering... Para couldn't sack Brad Arthur last year because when they signed him after the salary cap debacle, they gave him a million dollars mm. a season and they didn't want to walk away. They were going to lose something like, you know, 1.5 million bucks if they walked away from Arthur's contract. I dare say, although I wouldn't assume anything about Para, but I dare say that they're not going to be paying him a million dollars a season now. So I do wonder. If we get to the end of this season, and even though he's contracted, if he's only on 200 grand a year or something like that, Mm-mm. can they just walk away anyway? And they're essentially just buying themselves out of this media shithole yeah. that they're currently in. That's the only yeah. logical explanation I can see because he's done nothing yeah. to get extended. So, And I'm going to be realistic. I don't know if Parra's that smart to have done that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I'm not. I'm not happy about the news, but I guess it's your team. Yep. You kind of got to just suck it up and go. Well, fuck. There's no point me whinging for the next year like I did all last year uh, until we start losing, and then I'll, then I'll go full retard.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, so I mean, I guess I couldn't disagree with you any more than I actually do. That that sounds like the the. It sounds like the ramblings of a madman <laughs> living in the. To be honest with you, I mean, you say you say what. You're saying that what 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 a what a Parramatta meant to do, you know. We've got bad press. We're losing, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Well, it's not like you haven't been there before in the last four years. And just because your coach isn't signed, that's meant to solve everything. I mean, you had a coach three years ago. You had a coach last year, and you still got the wooden spoon. So to think that signing a Signing this guy is going to stop the headlines and all the rest of it is just—they'll just, well, they'll just find new. It will stop the headlines, though.
0: It takes one of the it'll variables not, out.
1: All it different headlines. It's not going to stop the headlines. And now they'll—now the headlines will just be about Gutherson, or it'll be about Mitchell Moses. When you sign him for a million dollars, everyone will be going, "These people are <laughs> insane." It, all it does is change. All it does is change the headlines. It won't stop the news from coming. And then you say, "Oh well," you know. We needed to sign a coach because the players were using it as excuse. We don't know who's going to coach next season. Mate, it's like you're, it's like you're standing in Westfield, Westfield food court and you're going, well, we have to have lunch, so I guess we have to have McDonald's. Even you know it's shit for you, we have to have McDonald's. Meanwhile, you're surrounded by another 20 restaurants that you could easily just walk to and have a healthier option. But you're going back to McDonald's because that's what you've had before. <laughs> you love their secret sauce. I do love their secret sauce. Mate, try, try Subway. Try a salad. Try something else. There's a lot of other coaches out there which you could sign tomorrow and go, you want to know who our coach is going forward? Not this fucking guy. It's this guy. It's somebody else. You don't have to sign that guy if you want a coach moving forward. Yeah, I know. But you're going, you know. You're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, look. Just give me a, a Mick Happy meal and, and a fucking, and a swirl. <laughs> Hang on a second. You know? This
0: is coming from you guys that just went back to the guy that cucked you. The guy who cucked you, Des Hasler. Yeah. You all deleted yeah. your tweets and now you're you all, turned- oh, we've got the hero. So don't you tell turned- me how to <laughs> pick coaches. <You> beat her <laughs> Eagles. So, I, sorry, I, but I'm telling you.
1: you Premiership winning Des Hasler. Uh, at the coach, is that who you're talking to?
0: The premiership cap, cap, the cap management master. Um, hey, I did say though, I'm not happy about it. But what am I meant to do? Like, what are we meant to do? They've signed him. He's on the books for yeah. two years. And as I said to you, the only logical thing I can see, who's there to sign now? Hook. Hook would be Anthony Griffin, who's not exactly been had a, had a happy relationship, has he? Well,
1: there's only. Well, there's, there's only one other super coach who's currently on the market.
0: <laughs> there's two. There's super coach Jim Barrett coach. and Jason, Jason Taylor. That, that's, that's the biggest mistake they didn't make. They should have just said, we're looking at Jason Taylor. And Jason Taylor should have yeah. got a few photographs of the board meeting with Jason Taylor, leaked a few stories to Michael Chambers, who seems to be their uh, go-to journalist. And then yeah. watch everyone get really fucking worried and then just say, oh, we've extended Brad Arthur. And people would just forget and go, oh, thank God, Brad Arthur. It's not Jason Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I not happy about it, but they can walk away still. That's that's my hope. I'm still not going to give up hope that if he's as terrible as he was last year, um, they can walk away. And it's going to cost them. But, they but it's not, Well, they might. They never but yeah, well they've shown they probably won't. They they probably won't.
1: But, but, but what does his track record say? That even if he does pull it out and you make the top eight next season, that's not to suggest you won't just get the spoon again the following season. I mean this is what yeah. he does. This is he. Not only not only are his seasons like that, his games are like that. Yeah, yeah. You'll put fifty on a team one week, and then you'll get fifty put on yours. And just like we're not going to talk about game because I know. It was the only reason you agreed to podcast this week is that we wouldn't talk about the game. But, you know, you you look at Penrith. Mate, they had 20 minutes of getting absolutely toweled on the weekend, right? Yeah. And yet at some point, they put their foot down and go, guys, let's turn it around. And then for the rest of the game, I think, you know, I think they might have even outscored the opposition. It's just that they had that terrible play. At no point did Para put their foot down and go, "All right, guys, let's fix the rot. Let's put our foot down. That's enough." They just kept on letting tries yeah. after one after. Three. I mean, it was, it was, it's, it was like yeah. under eight playing an under six, under six team. I mean, it, like was, under 12 it was
0: playing under six. It wasn't. It like it was the uh, the thing that triggered me again. You're getting me. You're taking me there when you said you wouldn't. But everyone was <laughs> like, "Oh, but Craig Bellamy, he really." You know, Melbourne, after what Melbourne did last week, Craig Bellamy, he just gave them a talk and Parramatta just had no chance. It's like, hang on a second. These are both first grade coaches. Like Craig Bellamy (laughs) isn't Superman, right? Like Craig Bellamy didn't win an Origins series when when, uh, Laurie won one and Bellamy didn't. So they're not miracle workers. If you can't get your team to show up, Against the storm, yeah. who were the team that robbed you of your only realistic shot of a premiership in the last twenty odd years? Mm. When when are you going to show up? What, like that's what triggered me when everyone's like, oh yeah, but Bellamy he got stuck into his team. What the fuck was our coach doing? So,
1: well, I, think I what, do you know you. what he did? He started the hooker on the bench yeah. and got his got his fullback. Who should be um, leading the attack by popping up all over the field and looking for the quick plays? He put his fullback into dummy half. I mean, that's just the most ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever seen. I think Brad Arthur suddenly thought he had the Roosters, who, you know, who you can just muck. They're, yeah, stu- they're such got a good team. That Sixteen you million push dollars worth of
0: for. talent on the field, so they, yeah. you know,
1: they've got enough no, I'm gonna troops. Start, I'm going to start my hooker on the bench because. My, I, I want my main attack player to then be stuck into fucking passing the ball all the time, like yeah. a dummy half. I mean, that was the most arrogant, ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's... I'm not even a para fan, but even I got triggered by that. It was just like the arrogance and the cluelessness of this guy was was next level. Yeah, anyway. It's like he wanted to get toweled because <laughs> he knew if he got beaten by 50, they'd resign him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's... As I said, that's this is my only hope, that they haven't signed him for a lot and that they can walk away if he sucks. And the one, I know you won't agree with this, but it wasn't ideal timing. Having him off contract now, it's almost like, and, and I think the CEO looks the worst out of this whole affair. Like Brad Arthur's just doing what Brad Arthur does, right? The CEO, they put off making a decision last year. When when yeah. the decision was there to be made, like with that with that roster that came forth the year before to go and do what Para yeah. fucking did last year, they, they they're cowards. They chickened out of making a decision last year and it's come back to bite them this this year because I think they almost hoped. It seems like Para's game plan or expectation was we're just gonna fucking come last this year. We're just going to come dead last and then we're not going to have to make a difficult decision. We can sack all the That's players. We can sack Brad yeah. and and we won't be the bad guys. We, we'll just keep flying under the radar because it's just the decisions being made for us by the circumstance. Yeah. But yeah. what actually happened is Brad Arthur improved and the team improved, which is almost what they didn't want to happen. So then they found themselves in a position where you know what you're going to get with Brad Arthur. You know going to have a couple of weeks where you're really good and probably a few more weeks where you're really fucking bad you're probably not going to win a finals game let alone make the finals but you kind of set yourself in the shit last year because you didn't make a decision and now you're stuck in the middle you're stuck in the middle you're getting better but you're not getting that much better so what do they do so uh it's a it's a shit fight i don't I, i i'm looking glass half full um, it's probably glass quarter full, um, But You know It, it will take some we'll of those headlines out If they keep losing They can fucking fire him And I don't care Spend that They've got enough money That's the only thing the fucking team's got going for it Is that they've got money So Pay him Get through this shit show And he's not on the salary cap right So pay him whatever little amount you can get him on And then Let's yeah. say it's 200 grand If they end up going for griffin or something like that and it comes down to the difference between 1 million or 1.4 million it's not that big a deal so that's what i'm hoping but as i say i don't really want to think about it
1: okay. <laughs> it makes me sad. anyway moving on <laughs> moving on hopefully hopefully you'll put a little uh hello darkness my old friend in there just to... uh <laughs> yeah i don't know uh, well i find wild it God. yeah um, oh, can I answer the next no, one? No, because I'm, I
0: want to go back to this. You guys, Manly fans all week, have had a particular vitriol. There's been this vitriol. It's because you guys got humiliated, and the only way to deflect it was to go, oh, look at Para, which I, t- I can accept, because you get fucking 64 points on you. Like, yeah. you. You deserve to cop shit, right? But just letting you all know, I fucking know what's going on here. I fucking know, and... Let me tell the listeners, all seven of them out there, when Brisbane were pulling Manly's pants down, I was cuddling you while you cried onto my shoulder. Cried tears, crocodile tears, saying, it's over. Oh, we tried. We were brave. We were so brave. Can you believe they only beat us by 16? The Brisbane Broncos who were coming third last only beat us by 16 and then the next day i couldn't watch the game live and you you were all sending me these lovely friendly messages going oh mate yeah look you'd be triggered Perinara's is really giving you a tough time and oh yeah gutherson's blowing up mate just stay off twitter for a while i log to twitter and there's a thousand tweets from you fucking <laughs> digging into Para, going what a joke of a team at Billy Buttons, these hey. guys suck. Your team's moving oh. to Perth. So I'm not saying you're a shit bloke, but I'll just let I'll let the, the Magnificent Seven make their mind up on that one. So anyway, next story. You,
1: you, <laughs> for, you forgot to mention injury-ravaged, Manly Seagull. That's brave Sorry, and anyway. injury-ravaged. We're very brave.
0: We've got about um, 10 minutes to go now.
1: <laughs> Lyle Gorman departs as CEO. <laughs> now in charge of Manly's center of blue-eyed and blodness. (laughs) So, this is a... I've seen this move before, Mm. basically. Once or twice. Um, And if anyone's seen Martin Scorsese's casino, Mm -hmm. this is exactly what it is. So, basically, what they do is they just keep changing job titles. So, Lyle Gorman is currently being chased by the NRL for the Sharks... Mm -hmm. um, you know, well, according to Buzz Rothfield, anyway, getting chased by the um, NRL for they, his yeah the Sharks
0: know. pieces of work they are the senior management at the Sharks. it go on,
1: yeah. So the Sharks, you know, you know, there's still a few uh, unanswered questions about the Sharks yeah. and their, their salary cap. Yeah. So uh, you know, Manly, always five steps ahead, have just changed his job title from CEO to now in charge of the center of excellence, um, so a new job title. Having said that, looking after the center of excellence was also under his uh, preview when he was the CEO. Okay. So he's basically doing the same job, but they've just changed <laughs> his job title. So he's to, uh, conveniently not, off. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the oldest trick in the book.
1: Yeah, well... and, and, and you know what, when they start investigating him, they'll just change it to something else. Okay. You know, in charge of food, beverages or something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, so I've, I've got a, a a new story here. Even yeah. when we lose, we win. Eels announce forty million dollar center of excellence, the largest in Australia. Wow, look yeah. at that, Alpha, the Alpha Eels.
1: Yeah, I believe they, I believe they, um, I believe they uh, that move off David Copperfield. <laughs> it's called ma- mass, it's called classic misdirection yeah so basically just going hey look over here i don't know stop stop looking at the results on the weekend look at look at us over here look we're going to spend more money because at the end of the day like you very correctly pointed out the only thing that eels have going for them is that they've got a lot of money yeah so once and just trying to buy just trying to buy instead of earning good uh stories just trying to buy stories well this was also it
0: was a double-edged you know Mass distraction exercise Because it's also It's election week So it was, it was the perfect storm of Let's fucking take everyone's mind off What a shit job we're doing Both for the government and Not that we're a political podcast But for the government and for the Eels And announce this something that's going to be Built in five years So we'll see We'll see um, The way Paras recruitment and retention goes it's, it's going to be full of like washed up Tim Manners he'll probably still be captain by the time it's built in five years anyway won't go down that darkness wormhole (laughs)
1: let's not go through it alright I got one more I got one one more news story here before we gotta wrap it up uh, because time's marching on I've
0: got some mean Uh, tweets to read too I I put a shout out and there were some very lazy responses but I'll I'll get to them to to
1: close it out alright that's it we've had enough We are going to count to three, and if you're not signed by the time we get to three, we'll hold our breath until we turn blue, declares Childish Steel CEO. Uh. So, once again, um, you know, not to keep going on about Para and their uh, retention program. Not to uh,
0: to keep distracting about the Brave Eagles, but yeah, continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting what they came out and said, and basically they've said that Mitchell Moses... Uh, his negotiations are, you know, quote unquote, normal, um, where the Clint Gutherson uh, retention uh, plan is abnormal. Mm. So I don't quite know what what that's all on about. I don't know, like, surely holding out for more money that's kind of like a normal thing, and surely Mitchell Moses's. Uh, agent would be doing the same thing, right? So, um, not not entirely sure. Uh, look, do, do you have any? Do you have any idea what that would be all about? Uh,
0: I think that Gutherson's agent has absolutely fucked this up. I know you disagree, but I I just think where Gutherson's okay, he, look, he's
1: agent, he's the same agent who DCE uses. I think and it's we went through it's the
0: different. Whole. I looked it up. He uses Gutherson uses Sam Ayoub. And you, you and, yeah. and DCE had Isaac Moses. I'm pretty sure because I was gonna, I was gonna do a hard stat. Um, but regardless, okay. it's, it's very, very similar. And just the brand damage it's done to Gutherson. Probably, maybe other teams don't care so much. And no doubt, if he signs, Para fans will probably, Para fans will probably forgive and forget, like Manly kind of did with DCE after he backflipped. But um, yep. it, geez, it doesn't seem like a very good negotiation from either side to have it played out so publicly. And now the latest update today is that Para have softened their their hard deadline, their, their hard stat, their hard <laughs> deadline has I can't. yeah. So it's just a it's a fucking soap opera. Like who's running yeah. who's running who's running both camps? It's been run like an absolute shit show. Our school fair at the. Local public schools run a thousand times better. Um, anyway, yeah. it needs to. They need. He needs to figure out: is he going to stay or is he going to go? And para need to get their shit together and stop leaking stuff to the press that they're playing hard asses because now they've. He's called their bluff and they've just folded uh, with nothing. So, yeah, I'm
1: over well, it. Well, surely, surely they should just go. Look, here's the offer. It's not going up. Feel free to talk to other clubs, but just so we're all on the same page, we're now going to start. Talking to other players, yeah, and if, and if you take this six hundred and fifty thousand a year, then it's yours. But if someone else comes and takes it, it's theirs. Yeah, I like, think that's I think that's
0: right. That? That's right. You Still, know, right? they yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, Latrell Mitchell's off contract. There's a bunch of players off contract. Start start yep. getting some serious talks because that's where Jared Hayne got to. Jared Hayne dicked around, and they didn't have enough money for him. And then he, mm. then he decided, let's not go down the Jared Hayne hole because there's been an update in his uh, criminal case as well. But um, it, didn't, it didn't work out that well for Hayne. He ended up taking unders. Mm. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to see the end of it one way or another.
1: Well, the, the other quick little headline here, which, which sort of uh, goes to it is DWZ to the Eels. Yeah.
0: Which, again, kind of doesn't... He's been terrible this year, but it doesn't yes. really make sense. Like, where would you put him? A takarangi, maybe? But you'd think well, he'd be worth more than well, Takarangi. No, I, reckon,
1: I reckon this is the Eels looking for a Gutherson replacement.
0: Yeah, I think he wants better
1: than... He wants them. to play, play full-back. I mean, mm. and, um, and uh, you know, he's not being allowed to play full-back at the Panthers. That would be the only way that they'd actually lure him away from the Panthers, surely, if they're promising, Yeah, look, you can have the six hundred that we're paying, um, you know, Guffo and we'll piss him off and you can have the fullback yeah, I don't position. Know.
0: I think they I think they're a fair I don't think Gutherson's a rep player, but I think uh Zalesnak, even though he has captain New Zealand, uh, I think there's mm. a, I think there's a fair gap in both those guys' ceilings. Um so I wouldn't be paying DWZ anywhere close to what I'd pay Gutherson, um, but if Gutherson's leaving, maybe he's he's a good kind of stopgap, and you're going to then throw your money at Latrell Mitchell or someone who you you know you won't get because the Roosters will fucking pay him under the table.
1: Um, but you know, I can't, for, imagine, yeah. I can't imagine Latrell leaving the no. Roosters to go to Power. No, there's not a I snowflake's
0: can't. chance in hell. That's that's the irony. Is everyone's like, oh well, Tedesco had to leave. The tigers because the tigers had well who like the tigers have got the shittest fucking roster potentially in the league yeah. yet they had to let go tedesco because yeah. they couldn't match the roosters who've got the best fucking yeah. roster anyway don't get me started <laughs> TPAs. <laughs> tpas
1: like you're not a tiger fan yeah
0: but um we better start wrapping up so we're gonna head out with uh, with a bit of
1: rem and as we always say at this time of the show May your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Dylan Walker kiss you goodnight. Pull your hair. Just, just don't, just don't offer him a spoon when he wants a knife.
0: (laughs) Okay, this one is from a succulent Chinese meal on Twitter, otherwise known as Julux or formerly Julia Gulia. And there's there's a recurring theme in a lot of her tweets. Here's one: Do you think Mitchell Moses is a a respected character? 21% voted yes, or B, a pea-hearted slut? 79%. Mitchell coming away with a rare win. There's another one here. Have you noticed what Bitchell I believe she means Mitchell but she's insulting him brings the clubs question mark? Apart from nothing. Okay, I see what you did there. Here's another one. Also about Mitchell Moses. Nothing stalker about this at all. It's that time of the year what are your Rugby League New Year's resolutions for 2019? At Jewel Lux has responded, to have Bidjul Moses deliver Rumi two burritos, one for me and one spare, so I can throw it at him. Oh, that's tough. Uh, I'm just scrolling through a few more here. Julia, Julia, Julia. There's a very lazy one here from Nathan at Sea Eagle Spur who just suggested that I scroll through his timeline. So he couldn't even t- have the effort to, uh, to give me his main tweets. So I responded that his Twitter game is lazier than Manly's defence was against the understrength Broncos. Boom. To which he responded, Para fan talking about defence a week after getting 64 put on them. That'll do me. Wow. I think we call that game set match. And then we've got a couple here from one of the one of my favourite Magnificent Seven listeners, the Thin White Duke. And he says, "In honor of Ferguson's 200 game, Parramatta attempted to concede 200 points." #Hashtag NRL Magic Round. Wow, that's good actually. Funny, really funny. It actually hurts a bit. And then finally, also from Thin White Duke, Perth matter. Not not a spelling mistake. He, he said that on purpose to hurt me. Is becoming a reality. In preparation for the move, Perth matter are playing out of Bank West. That's capitalized. W-E-S-T. Stadium. Connect the dots, people. <sighs> it's hard to argue with that one. Oh, and one last one. Again from Julia. Wonder who it could be about. Aaron Molan has beefier legs than Mitch Moses. Wow.